Hi, everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to the witching hour. Yes, the hour of the day when the veil is thin and magic happens. I have a beautiful guest for you today, inside and out. One of my dearest and longest friends, Reverend Healer, Magical Practitioner, Deborah Bishop. I know you're going to love her. I love her. But before I bring you Deborah, where's Patty? Yep. Where's Patty? Because if I don't look to tell you, I just don't know. If you are listening to the first week that we drop, which is the week of Monday, April 3rd, 2023. Yes, it is April already. I'm home. I just probably got home from the Parapod Festival in Valencia or Santa Clarita, where I led ghost hunts and seances. And actually, I was up for two awards. I was up for um, Best Spiritual Podcast and Best TV Psychic Medium. And since I am taping this just before it happens, I don't know if I won or not, but it's an honor just to be nominated, and I actually truly mean that. So we will have to wait and see next week, I guess. But I just finished that, and I am getting ready to go to Spirits in the Spring, which is in Broadhead, Wisconsin. I know every week I, I say it somewhere else because I flunk that geography class, but it's a beautiful fundraising paracon with so many people coming. So if you're anywhere near Broadhead, Wisconsin, or you want to be, check out Spirits in the Spring. It's put on by Shadowhunters, so you can go to shadowhuntersparacon or go to any of my pages, my social media pages, and you could see about it. It's advertised a lot. I'd love to see you there. And then that very same week, I am headed to Bisbee, Arizona for a Copper Queen haunted getaway. It's in Bisbee, Arizona, which I don't know where that is either, but you can get there. And it's a very haunted old hotel in Bisbee they called the Copper Queen. Really haunted. And this is going to be an intimate little, just a few people. The hotel doesn't even hold very many people where we're going to do seances and ghost hunts and all sorts of magical things. So if you want to see me in a smaller, more intimate, check out the Copper Queen. Go to copperqueen.com. Um, they're kind of old school, both in their hotel and how they do things. So if they get confused by it, just contact me. Um, again, social media, email is always fast. I am so accessible. All my numbers are listed. If you have trouble finding the Copper Queen, because again, they're old school, but it's going to be really fun and worth searching. Um, and then I've got, um, all sorts of things. I've got Miracles of Joy coming up in the Dallas area, but we'll just stop there for this week. For those of you here in town who don't even want to have to leave your computer, my regular classes at University Magicus, which is universitymagicus.com or magicu.org, our new shorter name, magicu.org. And of course, on Wednesday, where are you going to be? You're going to be with us live on YouTube, on Facebook, at the Witches Movie Coven with Heather and Courtney and Jason and Richard Layal and myself as we discuss all things witch movie. Witches in movies, which movie? It depends every week. But I'm bummed. So it's really fun. And because it is live, you guys participate. We want your wands up, wands down. Did you like the movie? Did you see the movie? What did you think? It's fun. It's raucous. We're never in agreement, rarely, on what the movies are. And we want your opinion, too. So that's find my social media. Find my YouTube page for every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. 
everywhere else in the middle for the Witches Movie Coven. And of course, this, my um, The Witching Hour, drops a brand new episode every Monday. Everywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Podbean, all the regular places, and in video on my YouTube and on paraflix.com, my streaming service. And if you know that you've already seen everything on Discovery Plus and on Travel Channel, check out paraflix.com. We have 90% new, all new content, all new shows you've never seen before, all paranormal, all horror, some spirituality. So check out paraflix.com. Other than that, that's where I am, right here, right now. I'm glad you're with me, so thanks. Guess what time it is? Yep, it's time for the Willow Report. Or today, oh, there's the obligatory yawn. It's the Willow and Grace Report. This week's report is spring has sprung. Indeed it has. We've been getting through all these crazy rains here in California and pretty much everywhere else. And in most places, spring is starting to blossom. We're getting outside again. Willow is so happy. She's getting outside again, because it's been a really rough winter for this little baby who's never seen this before. But one thing I wanted to remind you is as it comes out and the new spring plants are coming, be really careful because a lot of plants out there aren't good for dogs and cats. And sometimes dogs want to eat things if they have a tummy ache. So be really careful. I know because I have a witch's garden, I have a big garden, I have a few things that are toxic, like datura and stuff like that in my yard. And I have to be very careful to keep a willow away from it. So they should always be supervised and know with the beauty of spring and everybody wanting to get outside, be really careful of some of those spring pants. And that goes for the inside of your house too. Ooh, willow's, I mean, Grace is moving, there she goes. <laughs> now it's the willow report. <laughs> Even the stuff you bring inside, whether it's cut flowers or plants, a lot of plants are actually toxic and not good for dogs and cats. And they don't know it. Sometimes they do know it and they stay away, but sometimes they just don't. So if you're bringing in your spring flowers and your spring plants, check them out. We all have Google. It takes two seconds to, to look up the name of a plant and know if it's toxic or not. And uh, then you can have your babies with you for a long, beautiful, healthy life. Right, Willow? Yeah, that's the Willow Report. Spring is sprung. Okay, so this week's magic lesson, we're going to talk about witches' ladders. What's a witch's ladder, you may say? Well, have you noticed a lot of people wearing strings on their wrists and strings on their ankles? Yes, there's a Kabbalah red string from the Kabbalistic thing, but you can wear them in any color. What those are is witches' ladders. Now, the mundane world, the muggle world has taken them on as friendship bracelets and all sorts of fun things. But a witch's ladder is a string that you tie knots in. Yeah. Now, spirit is everywhere. We talk about spirit, the spirit of success, the spirit of love, the spirit of failure, the spirit of struggle. Spirit, for whatever it is, gets caught in knots, which is an odd thing, but that's why spider webs are so magical. The magic of the spider web catches the dew and catches the bugs along the way. That's why many of us have Native American um, dream catchers over our bed to catch our bad dreams, to catch our kids' bad dreams. It's the knot that's in the magic. You catch the spirit there. So a witch's ladder is you take a regular piece of string 
or twine or cording. You could use something right out of your junk drawer, your regular old string, or you can go to a Michaels or a regular store and get twine. You can make it out of hemp or polyester or cotton. I usually go with hemp. It's really strong or pure cotton. Organic cotton is strong and they last a really long time. And it's just regular little string like my lower piece right here. Now, for example, I'm not gonna use regular string. I'm gonna use great big old ribbon. You can use big, great big old ribbon. I don't necessarily recommend it, but for showing you on camera, it is way better. So now to make a witch's ladder, you want wishes. You want odd number witches. So three, five, seven, or nine. Odd numbers is always shift and change. So you wouldn't necessarily want two, four, six, or eight. So come up with ideas that you want. Think about it for a few minutes if you want. Even what I do before I make a witch's ladder is I think about everything in the way. I go, okay, I want this and this and this. What is in the way of that? Ooh, maybe insecurity. I'm going to let go of that. Maybe um, self-doubt. Okay, I'm going to let go of that. Oh, maybe it's a time distance. I'm going to let go of that. So make room for these things you want. So then come up with, again, three, five, seven, or nine. So now we're going to make the wish. Pretend this is just a regular piece of string. So to start a witch's ladder, you're going to get it ready, just like the beginning of tying your shoe, like kind of like this. Get the beginning of the circle, that first part you do in tying a shoe. So it's this little string. So you're going to hold it up, and you're going to picture. Um, I'm going to do a symbol one. I sleep really good at night. I have good sleep patterns. That's an easy one, right? For people who don't sleep well. So I want you to see yourself having them. I want you to feel yourself going to bed, getting a good night's sleep, waking up refreshed. See it, smell it, taste it. And when you've got it in every cell of your body, put it up to your mouth and blow that magic into it. <gasps> By not of one, the spell's begun. Literally, remember, we've talked about our breath is our life force. It's our pneuma. It's everything about us. We are breathing our life force into it. The moisture in our breath is our free will. So we're putting our life force and our free will, and we just caught it in a knot that's going to hold it on to us. So you could feel that the string is getting a little bit wiser and better. And then you want to come up with your second one. Okay, so this second one. Um, okay, here's a nice one I want. Okay, I'm trying to eat healthier, perhaps. I want to have easy discipline with the, my food choices. That's an easy one. I want to have easy discipline with my food choices. I want to make good food choices happily. See it, smell it, picture that happening. And then one, two, three, <gasps> by not of two, this spell come true. Now you've got two knots. Now, sometimes they'll come on top of each other. You really can't control where they go. That's part of the magic. Now that's going to go with three because you don't want to stop with even numbers. Say you want number three. Um, I want, what do I want? I want to have less negative personal talk. I want to I not down talk myself as quite so often. That's one a lot of people have. Again, you could get big. You could bring, I want to bring a new love to me. I want to get a new job. Think big, but don't ever be afraid to think little too. So come up with that third one. I want to have more positive thoughts, uh, whatever that is. See it, smell it. <gasps> By not of three, so shall it be. You're building this beautiful knot. Now you can make up the rhymes. Um, you could say whatever you want. They could pertain to what you're doing. In my book, I have one for weight loss. Those are the worst rhymes you have ever seen. That is 
is ridiculous, but I wanted to be very clear. They don't have to be good. And if you don't want to make up your own, you can look up Witch's Ladder on one of my websites or other websites. Here's some, by not of one, the spell's begun. By not of two, the spell come true. By not of three, so shall it be. By not of four, open this door. By not of five, spell come alive. By not of six, the spell bewitched. By not of seven, on earth as it is in heaven. By not of eight, this open this gate by not of nine this spell be mine now you've got three five seven or nine finished knots now you want to charge it just like with any good spell working or you breathe your life into your candle now i would sit and i'd hold my string or ribbon whatever you're doing hold it really really tight and see what you want whether you want to dance around a bonfire you want to chant which is ladder? It is mine. Which is ladder all the time? Which is ladder? You want to do a ma chant? You know I'm really big on ma chants. Then you send it up to the universe. Then you could say some nice final real witchy thing like, by the power of three times three, this spell bound round shall be. As I do will it, so shall it be. Or you could say amen or aho or so mote it be, whatever you want, but you send it up to the universe and then you believe it and then you live into it. And then I would highly recommend, that's why I just use string, tie it around your wrist so you see it all the time. Tie it around your ankle if you don't want a string on your wrist and people asking questions. If you don't want to tie it on, you can stuff it in your bra or stuff it in your pocket, but keep it close to you. It's magic. You breathe that magic into it and you will have a new superpower to guide you to get those wishes and magic that you want. Start noticing how many people are wearing strings around you. You might be surprised. And if not, be the first one on your block to do it. Um, magic is everywhere. You just have to knot it up sometimes. That's a witch's ladder. Hi, everybody. This is Patty Negri. Welcome to the witching hour. Yes, that hour of the day when the veil is thin and magic happens. I have some of my dearest in the world magic. One of, I don't want to say oldest friends because we're both babies, but one of my longest friends and my former business partner in my production company, Brain Brew, Deborah Bishop. Hi, welcome, Deborah. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> hey, sweetheart. It is so good to be here. I, I was just watching as you're starting the show. I'm like, we're performing together. It's been so long. It's been so long. <laughs> I'm going to read your bio for those of you who don't know, but we've been waiting for this for so long. Truly one of my dearest friends. But let me, yeah. for all of you who don't know Deborah, let me read the bio. And oh, let me first say, forgive me if I'm winking at you all. I am winking at you. I have like something in my right eye, which I'm trying to hide. And it's, it's like, it's watering, it's winking. So just know that I'm winking at you because <laughs> I don't get sick, dang it. All right, let me tell you about beautiful, beautiful Deb. Okay, Deborah Bishop, also known as Rev Deb, is an award-winning recording artist and inspirational performance artist and as a noted energetic practitioner, psychic medium and channel. She has had her own successful practice for over 20 years, assisting her clients in releasing unconscious trauma and blocks while learning to consciously create what they desire. She has just released her very own Oracle deck and is also a line of energy totems, is a currently a teacher at 
University Magicus, um, is part of the Conscious Music for the People Festival, as well as a leader in the New Earth Co-Creators Movement. She's a proud mom to her fur babies and remembers with deep fondness her days at Brain Brew Entertainment with none other than me. We mm -hmm. have toured the Greek islands together with Baby yes, Faith, which is still a highlight. We yes. have um, amazing. So thank you for finally coming on my show, Deborah. You are so welcome. And I just remembered this. We had uh, dessert for breakfast when we were out in Vegas. That one of the first times we went out to Vegas. Remember, we had like dessert. We had pie a la mode or something for oh, breakfast. Yes. And, 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 and that <laughs> should be that was the best time of day to eat sweet stuff. <laughs> That's right. She, she's, she's always been my conscious kind of when it comes to eating and taking good care of herself. Mm -hmm. She's really good at that stuff. Um, but yes, I do miss our days together and we're going to get you out West a little more often yes. now. She's yes. over in the Nashville area and she is amazing singer songwriter. When you go, we're going to flash her website, but besides all her magical, you know, spiritual, amazing gifts, she's one of the best singer songwriters ever. One of my favorites. She sang Aww. in my wedding, our wedding in my little backyard with Carrie 20 years ago. Um, so what are you doing on before we even go into all the magical and how we've been, what it's what's going on on the music front for you deb because you really are like one of my favorite singers oh thank you so much um it's been really interesting there's a lot percolating around the music right now and a lot of it i really can't talk about because you know how that goes it's yeah. like okay what's happening um but i'm doing a little more co-writing than i've done in a long time and i'm kind of excited about some of the projects that are going on as far as that's going and um doing a lot of gigging around nashville i'm coming out there to do a special show yay um which is all part of the stuff that's happening and it's like anything in the entertainment world right you know you just never know until you know so um it's suffice it to say there's been um some really interesting attention of late and uh, and there's always a backup plan too, so we'll see. But the the new album is out, but I haven't done a lot with it because of the other stuff that's going on. It's like, oh, it's out, but don't do anything with it right now. Okay, <laughs> I won't. I'll just leave it. Uh, so it's and and I'm always writing and performing and um, you know the conscious music for the people. That's something I'm I'm performing in. And there is this whole new genre of music that's that's going on called conscious music, oh. and uh, and that's very much. Um, a genre that I fit into. So I'm, I'm kind of on the, I guess the, the cutting edge of, or on the edge anyway, <laughs> trying not to fall off um, <laughs> of this whole consciousness sort of music and entertainment uh, as a whole. I really think entertainment is the, the tool for delivering um, uplifting and awakening uh, conscious vibration more so than really anything else. Music is magic. Music mm -hmm. sound is magic. We know that. I do sound magic. You do sound magic. And mm -hmm. music can take us to other places. For somebody who's maybe not ready to go to a spiritual seminar or somebody who's not ready to, you know, read a book, they everybody can get taken away and inspired and lifted up by music. And your music yes. has always done that. Even if you're on the cutting edge of what's going on now, um, you've always done that with your music. Um, well, thank you. So I have been noticing, I must say, that versus all the screw your mother, whatever music that's out there. <laughs> a lot of really positive, both going deeper, inspirational, positive music, and then just be happy music. 
Yeah. And much needed. <laughs> it is much needed. And I think that's probably why certain attention is being given to some of the stuff I've been writing, especially the, the latest project, the new album called Letting Go. I'm really proud of it. It's um, it was it was a very real, very raw. This is truly who I am album. And it was a long time coming. You know, there was other things that kind of took over for a few years and uh, it's it's nice to come back. And and then the realization also hit. I, I've been working with a friend of mine going through some things and uh, some music stuff. And they're like, how many songs do you have? I'm like, well, you know, I kind of stepped back from from being out there, but I never stopped writing. So I like have this massive catalog that I've got to decide what I want to do with. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, now might be the time. So we'll see how everything, you know, spirit always has a plan. Yeah, that's that's what I have truly just I've, I've always known that. But you just learn it on so many different levels all the time. And um, so that's just where I am now. And the more that I surrender, the better it goes. So I just surrender as much as possible. However, I will say there's this fine line between surrendering and just like zoning out. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, to... It's the dance. I talk about it all the time. Yes, there's we dance between fate, what we can't control, destiny, where we can go if we choose free will. And it's learning to dance, to work with what, is what it is that you can't change and to change and to create and and then yet not go no i'm turning left dang it no matter what the universe wants and they go right. no, you're turning right no i'm turning left it's it's it, when you, you look at it like a dance or a song then we get there so it's it's surrender and not not give up yeah true enough and then if you try to turn right and you're really insisting on turning right because or turning left or left sorry left because that's what you're insisting on it's kind of interesting that when you go to make that left finally you're like no forget it i'm not listening to anything i'm going left then it's not surprising when the bus comes along and hits you and you're suddenly <laughs> going right right runs you over you know? um yeah. i told you i told you <laughs> exactly so, um, one way or another the universe has its way yep yeah. Um, so how does your, how is your, I know you're, I'm a, I don't, you don't use the one moniker witch like I do, but you are a magical girl and a healer mm -hmm. and a shaman. And in so many ways, how has that, how is your spirituality, it reflected your music or your music added to your spirituality? Or are they one and the same? They have evolved very well. It's, you know, for the most part, it is why I call myself an inspirational performance artist at this point, because of the fact that my my spirituality, the magic, the the alignment, the energy, it all seems to flow into one channel at this point. It's really not separate. Um, but that doesn't mean I don't have my moments where I'm really writing from the human perspective. <laughs> you know, I just wrote a song where the uh it, it's it's one of those I'm, I'm thinking of releasing an ep called unrequited because you know there are things that you know in love and relationships and stuff that that don't always work out and i do tend to write from the perspective even when it's deeply painful um that there is a light at the end of the tunnel that you know that that there is strength there is there is a lesson in it there is a blessing in it and um but i but that doesn't say i don't I, <laughs> Cats, aren't they fun? Yeah, I, I expect Lily to be never does. across. It's one of those days. I'm winking at people. My cat is going crazy. Uh, I've got yeah. a dog snoring behind me, so don't worry about it. Um, but uh, it's 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 like 
what where was I? I got lost. Okay. Of, of love. <laughs> unrequited love. Relationship. Oh, unrequited. Because there's still the human part of it. There's still that, you know, the side that's sort of like F you, which is not always the most spiritual perspective. But yet I think it is because when you purge the emotion, you're not carrying it. And then when you're not carrying it, you're not actually contributing to the anger that can exist. So I think it's a very healthy thing to purge. So I have some songs that that are definitely purging on that level. And, um, and so the album Unrequited is, I won't say it's, it's away from my, my, my magic, if you will. Um, it's just a different form of it. It's a, it's a, it's a release. It's a catharsis. So they intermingle a lot. However, sometimes the human side of me, um, has its say. Oh, there you go. Yes. There's, there it is. Let it go. And that is actually my art. She is also a beautiful artist. I actually do have your art up in my office. Um, very pretty, very colorful, lots of hearts, just like that, because that's who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and again, I would say now you're one of our, our very, very loved teacher at University Magicus. What kind of stuff do you teach? Um, it's a it's a wide gambit. It's a wide swath. I've I've done work with shamanism. I've done so chakras. I've taken people on the journey to the akashic records, and I'm just about to start a series that I think is so important to everybody on a spiritual path, and that is um, really the sort of the spiritual, the high relation, high path, sacred path with money and having a relationship to resource. Because I have had the honor of working with a lot of. Um, spiritually minded entrepreneurs, if not spiritual preneurs, and uh, they have big vision, big dreams, um, but they don't necessarily have a good, healthy relationship to resource. And if you have big vision, you need big resource. So I'm really thrilled to be able to bring that to the University Magicus because I think it's an important part of that balance between the half human (laughs) that actually, you know, money is a good thing and the spirit, you know, that's there doing all these really beautiful realities. Cause I mean, let's face it from, from sort of the, the alternative perspectives, no matter what philosophy, whether you're a witch or whether you're, I don't, I don't know what else, a, a reverend like I am or what, you know, there's always that idea that that spirituality within you, that that's somehow sacred and that, that has nothing to do with material things. And, and in fact, a lot of people still have that ingrained in their own yeah. DNA that, you know, that that's not, that that doesn't go together. You give that stuff away, you know, and that's so not the way. That's so not true. That is mm-hmm. so not true. And luckily that is starting to change a little, but it still holds true. So, oh, but it's for spirit. It's for God or gods or right. whoever you work with. Your aliens like, no, your plumber gets paid. Yeah, exactly. Your brain surgeon get paid and make money. And this is our career and our job and all that. So yeah, that's a really good thing to do. Cause so many people who th- we think you have to struggle. It's like you haven't made uh-huh. the thing to go be a monk and live on a mountain and give up all material goods. That's not part of the deal unless you so choose to be a monk and go to the mountain and live in the woods. Exactly. And that's a very valid choice for somebody. Uh, It's not mine, but you know, and I know, and because we both have entertainment in our background, we have spirituality in our background. I mean, that's a double whammy for starving artists, you know, spirituality (laughs) is, is, is a gift. And it's like, no, we have to come to a place. I mean, let's face it. It's, it's just, you know, it would be lovely. And the new earth co-creation is all about there's, it has its own economy and it's not barter. It's actually money. Um, and it, and it looks for a different way to support one another 
um, inside of financial system, because even though I really, truly know in my heart of hearts and somewhere in, in timelines on some other dimension um, and some other life, probably that that equal value is very much what what we could have saying that I'm alive, you're alive, therefore we deserve to be alive. So, you know, if I like designing dresses, I'll make you a dress. And if you like making bread, you'll make me bread. And that that's just how we exist. We all work together. We're not there. Right. It would be lovely to be there, but we're going to probably have to cross a few bridges to get to that. So, you know, having a healthy relationship to money is the same thing as having a healthy relationship to your spouse. It's, yeah. it's important. Yeah, it is very, very important because it's energy. People think it's like we have done that, too. We've turned it into the almighty dollar. Mm -hmm. It's not an almighty. It's an energy source. It's like what used to be shells or rocks or anything else that, or like the old barter system. But it's. We make it that it has to be hard and difficult and dirty and ugly. And it's, it's just, well, and what do people say too? They go, Oh, it's all about money. Blah. And it's like, no, 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 no. What's happening in the world today is not all about money. It's all about greed. And that's a very different thing. Very different thing. <laughs> very different thing. Mm -hmm. So speaking of this crazy world that we've been in, um, and we're slowly, hopefully maybe coming out of the, the age of, of COVID and pandemics, which put, I personally think it was a big wake up call, literally, yeah. you know, the, the heavens going, go to your room and stay there for two years until you figure out what. Go stand in the corner. <laughs> and, and don't come out because you can't, because you're naughty, because you guys are asleep. Um, so what do you think that has done? You think it's been more positive, more negative, not affected at all the, the consciousness of our planet? I, I think it, it's had, as, as with all things, there's this great duality, right? I think for some folks, it was a massive wake up call and it really brought them to another level of, okay, I need to start looking at what's what 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 I'm really creating for myself in my world and how this is contributing to everybody else's experience and and how I can be the best that I can possibly be. You know, I think for a percentage of the population, it definitely did that. Uh, but I also think there's the there's, there's the other side of that. The pendulum swings in both directions. I think that it also um, reinforced for a chunk of individuals a lot of fear, a lot of angst, a lot of derision and division. And um, and that was probably the part for me that made me really sad about it was that, oh, here's another way for people to now um, take sides and fight with one another. And um, and that. You know, as much as I enjoyed the reality of like neighbors getting along with neighbors and laughing and children riding their bikes up and down the street and just stuff that I just hadn't remembered seeing in such a long time, you know, people honoring, respecting and just whatever. And I had a very different experience of it being in Nashville than you would in, yeah. in L.A. Um, but it was also the ugliness, like it, it was really this this huge representation of what are you choosing to focus on and and who are you going to be in the midst of all of this it was really an amazing opportunity for that and i think where the consciousness probably was raised hopefully the most although sometimes i wonder um is just how nature can thrive so beautifully without us so beautifully without us right without us, <laughs> without I us. I and remember. it just doesn't work in the other direction no i remember when we first were all really locked kind of in the house and didn't know and you'd look out and la had never been more beautiful and we like one day had the best air quality in the country like look 
and yeah, we can do it possible yeah into place i remember looking up at the night sky once because you know walking the dogs i still walked the dogs and stuff and at night i looked up and i was like oh, i just couldn't remember ever seeing a night sky the way that it was that just the twinkling of the stars the clarity and um and sometimes I wonder now because, you know, the traffic is uh, heavy duty and, you know, Nashville has been uh, going through massive gentrification. We have a lot of Californians out here. I moved here from California. So, hey, um, and where the traffic is showing up and, 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 you know, it's, it's like people are slowly going back to sleep and kind of forgetting, like, although more people are working at home, more, more, there, there has been some shifts and there has been some changes. Um, I just wonder, you know, like what agenda do we choose to serve at the end of the day? Because again, nature does great without us, but we don't do well without her. Right. And, you know, I don't know what it's going to take for us to really like consciously on mass figure that part out. Right. And hopefully, I mean, with everything with the global climate change and look at weather, everything has gone in insane it really has it snowed in hollywood it snowed on my hill and i was in australia at the time but that's so it, crazy flooding the fires the everything yeah. i always say al gore said it would be this way and if anybody remembers al gore from what 15 20 years ago um yeah. but what, what we have to do is our consciousness back on the planet because we all can't fly to mars <laughs> not, you know. no and nor should we be flying to mars like that to me is ridiculous it's like okay so what are we doing? Um, it's like, okay, so we have these incredibly amazing, phenomenally wealthy, wealthy, wealthy people, like wealth beyond we've ever seen, you know, and that's the other thing during COVID, that whole wealth exchange and how it really affected on that level is pretty intense. And so here they are, you know, building rockets and doing stuff like that, figuring out how to like take their, their selves off to some other planet. And it's like, I don't even understand that. <laughs> it's like it is such a it's such a disconnect yeah and and it, it it's my father had a, a a thing and he used to say it very crassly i won't say it the same that that way but when i started to see this happening i was like huh he wasn't really wrong and again i won't say it the way my father said it because he said it's her like a sailor uh he was like you know i'm in the lifeboat jack to with you right and and it was like wow you know that that is part of what's showing up but at the other the on the other side of this patty there's also the reality of the fact that if we're going to really wake up this is what is the chaos is going to be there we're going to see all these things the veils are lifting yep. you know it's like the chaos is here but chaos is also creation right you know it's like you throw a egg into a bowl with flour and butter and whatever else to make a cake right and if you have somebody that's never seen you do that never seen an egg never seen butter an alien comes down to the planet right never seen any of these things and you show them the perfect whole egg and they're like oh that's so beautiful and the beautiful white flower oh that's so beautiful and you know and then they smash it and you throw it in a ball and and, and bowl and they're like what have you done right they have no idea <laughs> that in the mixing and putting it in the oven what they're going to get is this beautiful whole cake so I think we're just in this phase of the eggs getting smashed and mixed in with the flour and, and we've got to be really awake to what we are choosing at this point. What's our preferred outcome? I'm not yeah. saying unaware. I think that uh, we should be aware of all realities 
but there's a dance in understanding how to live in that duality and how to make the choices that are your preferred spaces, you know, and holding that energy. Right. I agree wholeheartedly and, and everything has consequence. So mm-hmm. life has, you know, cause and effect, action and reaction. And I guess we needed to learn that again, but you you are right about the division of things. I think I, I almost want to go, did sports do this? You know how you're a Dodger fan or a Yankee fan, you're politically red or you're politically blue. You're a vaxxer or a non-vaxxer. You're a masker or a non-masker. Where did this come from? Do we have to be this or that? I know. And that's something I think is a really valid question. Um, But then you have to even be awake or aware of how you're even talking about it. Because if you happen to say, well, you know, it makes you wonder a little bit about how these things even came to be. And, and at what point was it somebody seeking to have power that said, oh, it needs to look like this. And if it doesn't look like this, then it's a bad thing. And I think it's yes to all of the stories that we've heard at some point, somewhere in the middle of all of this lies the truth. Yeah. But right. is it really important for us to understand what that was? Or is it important for us to understand what it could be? And the message from it, not yeah. the why, the message from it, even like looking into religion and the parables. It's not, was that really happened? Did that magical thing really happen? Whether you're talking Judeo-Christian or Greek mythology or right. Hindu or anybody else. The thing is that it was real. It wasn't real. It's the lesson you're supposed to get from all this. Uh-huh. So Exactly. Learn. learn the lesson and move on. Um, I'm in this process of starting to put together uh, what I hope will will take off, which I, I know it will. I've seen it. It's like it's been banging me on the back of the head for a yeah. long time. I don't know about you, but spirit does that. It like knocks yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ow, <laughs> sometimes it's like, that's a little hard. Uh, but that's also to get me to pay attention because uh, sometimes I'm very stubborn and I don't want to. Uh, so I've, I'm really looking at um, creating gatherings um, and, and those gatherings really bringing people together to envision the future, to look at how to create a memory of the future with the same context that we remember the past. Because I avidly believe that that's how we change things. Uh, As long as we are continually looking into the past and revisiting the past, um, then some semblance of the past is always here. It's always present. And I mean, let's face it, on some level, the way the world's functioning is not really working in our favor. And certainly it's not necessarily working in the favor of Earth herself. Um, so we do have to do things differently. It's time. It's the, it's the new pioneers. You know, it's time to break out and do things in a way that has never been done before. And that's kind of terrifying in its own right, because our survival impulse, right, is going, but we don't know how to do that. So no warning, warning, danger, Will Robinson. Um, you know, we don't want to go there. But yet that's actually where we require going. It's, it's the only way that we're going to get to what's next and new and different. And, uh, and that's actually the reason I got involved in the New Earth co-creators and so forth. I, st- I wanted to put myself into a conversation with other individuals who were considering that same possibility and wanted to create uh, ritual and so forth around a new way of being. Because it's only, it, I wish it was the mass of people that were willing to be the pioneers. But in truth, it's really not. It's it's the few. 
that want to be the, the the pioneers and then it's the the next chain beyond that that is oh now that they sort of see that it's safe to go there they're they're kind of coming in and lifting back to the others that are then coming in and lifting and i think it's we we we're all very system oriented so it's really about how do we invent this new system how do we how do we get there and um that's that's sort of where my whole being is at this point from my artwork to my music to when I get a chance to speak or perform, um, I've been developing a new one woman show and just kind of looking at ways to get this message out, but in an entertaining, fun and perhaps ridiculous way. I have like four little sock puppets that I've been making downstairs um, for this purpose to be able to do little videos with sock puppets, not me but a sock puppet talking about consciousness, you know, yeah. why not? No, we, I love that you're doing that. I, I love sock puppets. I was a puppeteer when I was a little bitty kid with like sock puppets, mm -hmm. but no, we have to, I, I feel the same way about some of the, the TV stuff I do. Not my regular, the ghosty stuff is the ghosty stuff, but when I'm on silly shows like Bad Girls Club or Pippa's or all those like it's like, is that like kind of low brown? No, it's, 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 you're going to get to people who are going to hear yeah. you who would never hear it. They'd never, they're not going to read my book. They're not going to know who they come to our classes. They're not going to come see us speak, but it's getting to a whole other people that just make them think, just make them turn on a little light bulb. Just know that there's another way. There's a new hope. There's a new possibility. That's all I want. I don't mm -hmm. care if I have to roll on the floor, making a fool of myself. I've done that a million times and will continue to do so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of live for those moments, actually. I must say, um, you guys, we had for years a production company. It still exists in the ethers, Brain Brew Entertainment. And we created Interactive, which is now all called Immersive. You know, we were so ahead of the game. Immersive, immersive. Entertainment. Yeah, we called it Interactive Entertainment. We did it all over the world. Um, and brilliant writer, brilliant song. So ours was like musical comedy sketch with a meeting. I mean, the meeting might have been you know, teaching ethics to oil men or, you know, but we did it in a really good uplifting and inspiring way. Exactly. So it was the frequency. Women, yeah. It, even in a very corporate non woo woo setting, it's, mm -hmm. what, it's what we did. So could you imagine now? Cause now you can be woo woo. It's like, Ooh, I know. It's <laughs> it, 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 yeah. I might move back to LA for that. <laughs> you might have to move back to LA. I was just in Australia being way too woo woo and witchy in an extraordinarily corporate setting. I just yes. worked with a girl this weekend in Texas who's has this huge corporate finance teaches like diversity inclusion to, in like major airlines and major companies. And is this total woo-woo spiritual witchy girl and they're all crashing together. Yep. Inclusion. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, and it's the whole person. It's it's we're spiritual beings and we're human beings. We're both, you know. So how do you how do you negate those? You, you yeah. we can't. You know, we need to just be who we are. But I will say when I moved first moved to Nashville, um, I I really sort of hid out from the psychic medium channeling all that um because of the fact that there are still people here that do believe that if you channel energy you're working for that devil yeah. and uh and i really didn't know when i moved out here it's like hmm hmm um there is a massive spiritual community out here very alternative uh, a lot of really interesting things however uh it can take you a while to find it it's still very under the radar here uh so it was after uh i had a 
really bad car wreck a few years ago. And it was after that, that I just decided not that I hadn't been doing energy work and all that all the way along, but I hadn't really been public about it. Right. You know, I, I, I was more known as a coach, if you will, as opposed to an energy practitioner, although I never really called myself a coach because I'm really not one. Um, but uh, it was after, you know, pretty much thinking I was dead and I didn't die. So that was good and healing and walking and doing all the things I needed to do um, that I, I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with keeping anything in the closet or being, I don't care. So I was at a, a networking that I used to attend a lot, which is a very business networking. Um, and, you know, I remember I still had my cane at that point and I was there and they're like, oh, we're so happy to see you. And it was so funny because it was after I'd made this decision and you know how life always aligns, you know, always. always. And so the lady who runs that, she's like, oh, I have a challenge for everybody today. And she was, she was, did this uh, at every meeting. She goes, I have decided that, you know, it's really important for us to address our fears. So here's one of my fears. Da, 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 da. Does anybody else want to share one of their fears? And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> so I got up and I went to the front of the room. I said, okay, everybody, here's something that you don't know about me. And it's been my fear all the way along, you know, and, and, and I just share with them, like, I'm a psychic, I'm a medium, I'm a channel. And as far as I'm concerned, because here we are in the sort of Bible Belt-ish yeah. adjacent, you know, yeah. um, I said, as far as I'm concerned, you know, those are my gifts from God, if you will. That's, that's what I was blessed with. And it was amazing because everybody was just completely cool with it. It was like, all right, yeah. you know, and ever since then, that's just, I've, I've just been doing more and more are. and more. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is good. And then, cause, cause other, and then other people get to come out of the closet and then it's like, thank you. So yeah, so yeah. that's what we're doing here. And that's what raising the consciousness. Um, so, oh, so much, I just, just looking at your beautiful face, Deb. So, um, well, how can people now, if everybody is intrigued with you, as I'm sure that they are, how can people find you? Where, what are you going on? You know? Well, I, I am getting better with social media. I have to say I have not been great with social media. I love creating content all day long. I just don't like the ins yeah. and outs and interests. So I've been um, looking at hiring somebody to do that. But <laughs> in the meantime, I am getting better with it. Yeah. Um, so I'm out on social media, typically as join Deborah Bishop or Deborah Bishop's place on Facebook um, and Insta and all those places. But in truth, the best place that people can find me is just, you know, to hit up my website, DebraBishop.com or welcome to BishopWorld.com because it really is a world. I mean, I have my visual arts, I have my music, and I have my performance, and I have my my magical realities, my spiritual realities. So it is kind of a world, and I, I kind of laughingly say um, that it's the world that I rule, uh, which is, is yay. It's my it place. It needs to be. It, yeah, it needs to be precisely. And um, so that's, that's the best place for people to connect with me is just to go to the website. Um, and... I, I do well with kind of checking in there and, and updating things. Um, but, you know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I, I get so involved in, and I'm, I'm gigging a lot in Nashville. I so coming out to, to gig in, in LA. Hopefully I'll come out and do more of those. We'll see what happens, but um, I will definitely keep people posted if they just, you know, get on my newsletter, which is easy for them to do on the website. Then, dates and updates and everything my new my newsletter goes out every week that that's i'm really good. good at 
really good at my newsletter. It goes out every week and it has for years. So you can count on me when it comes to the newsletter. That's good. See, that's why we're opposites in so many ways. I'm okay, I'm good with social media. I I have to, but my newsletters every two months, whether I need to and I won't or not. <laughs> I know, and I know, and I get it. I mean, that's why we had a conversation a while ago, and you're like, you're so good at this. I said, yeah, but you kept me in that space, so you know, I miss yeah. you so much. It's like <laughs> I miss you. Well, we are going to see each other soon, and yes, and we are. Come, come back to the show again soon. I would love we'll to. Talk about a whole new other thing so you guys check her out deborahbishop.com bishop world and and we do you are in charge of your world you are president you are king you are the god you are all of that because people gave away their power people give away their power all the time and what we're both about is, is people taking back their power uh -huh. individual power so you guys check her out and listen to her music. I'm going to go play it right now after we get off air. So thank you, Deborah Bishop. You guys check her out and thank you for bringing your magic to the witching hour.